Democrats dox the children of Republicans that are fighting against voter fraud. Homeless people are being used for voter fraud. Gavin Newsom caught indoor dieting against his own COVID restrictions. And the Georgia recount by hand founds 2,500 new ballots. Majority are for Trump. We're getting into all this and more. So Michigan Democrat doxes Republicans' children before she reverses course to certify county vote. Now, before we get into this, please drop this video like, subscribe, turn the post notification on, and share this video with all your friends because I'll be covering the news that the mainstream media won't, so send it to your friends. Now, let's get into this. So the Democrat canvassers in dispute Michigan County doxes and harasses Republican colleagues. So, Wayne County, Michigan, home of Detroit, was subject to controversy on Tuesday as the board canvassers first deadlocked and did not certify the county's election results due to discrepancies, but then backtracked and certified them for Biden. So, in, in this county, they weren't going to certify the votes because they, they, you know, they figured they want to do an audit, whatever they want to do. And um, after getting massive outrage, after um, Rashida Tlaib called them racists, which, I mean, that's how you know you're kind of on to something when you get called racist. She said it's pl- – I'm going to show you the video of the doxing video in just one second. Rashida Tlaib said it's plain and simple, folks. The Republican members of Wayne County Board of Canvassers put politics over their duty to all residents, suggesting that all of the Wayne County can be certified well, – all of Wayne County can be certified except for Detroit is horrifyingly racist and a subversion of our democracy. This is how you know you're onto something. When they bring up the race card when no one is even talking about race. Does she think that non-white people are more likely to commit fraud or something? Because that's what it seems like. So, this is what was said. One quick point. So, uh, I I was on the ballot, and I'm the state rep-elect. There's a better video over here. And what that tells us is you, Miss Monica Palmer from Gross Point Woods, which has a history of racism, are deciding to enable and continue to perpetuate the racist history of this country. And I want you to think about what that means for your kids who probably go to Gross Point North, and when they see all their black classmates and they listen this is not about race this is just identifying an area that has a lot of voting irregularities it so happens to be i guess a majority black african-american city does not does that has nothing to do with the facts that are on paper nobody's talking about race the democrats have been preparing for this from day one remember the whole voter suppression campaign how we don't want black people to vote they just made this up out of thin air with no evidence to back it up and now they can activate that voter suppression whenever they feel necessary because now we're cracking down on the fraud. So uh, they said this. The, the guy, I think it was the guy that said that Abraham, Abraham Isaiah said yesterday after I, uh, I failed attempt to disenfranchise Detroit voters, folks spread a story that I threatened and doxed Monica Palmer. Y'all, I didn't even know that was do- what doxing was. Now the attacks won't stop. I mean, you don't have to know what doxing, the word doxing means in order to be a doxer. You don't, you don't need to know that. <laughs> you, you literally said where her children went to school. I mean, I won't be bullied into silence, though. It's, it's so ironic that this guy literally bullied these Republicans into doing his bidding. And Jack Posobiec responded saying, You named the school of, children, of, of her children went to while screaming that she was racist. You went after her kids. In the video, you can't lie and dissemble your way out of this. Jack even said he's trying to dissemble 
disassemble his way out of this, and it's not going well. Um, he said, I didn't even know what doxing was. Let me see what, what this photo entails. Breaking video, Zach moment. Uh, he uh, sort of direct influence the decision in the agreement. Okay. And then he goes, I didn't even know what doxing was. Yeah. I mean, that, that doesn't make, it doesn't that matter for you. Oh, I didn't know what murder was, but, you know, I killed him. I, I didn't know what it was. Isaiah is not the only person who lashed out against Palmer. Another man on the call said that the reasons for the two Republicans to not certify the election was a result of Palmer and Hartman's racism. Both of the Secretary of State and the Attorney General have already uh, tweeted out that you're... First thing, this guy pisses me off. I, I, I hate the people that just keep on crying out racism, 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 when there's no evidence of racism. They're just throwing this card around. And please, uh, I feel so bad for the Republicans that got bullied into doing this because the fate of our democracy is literally on the line. Legal arguments are rubbish, and you're going to lose in, when it comes to court. So we're not worried about that uh, at all. I'm also not worried about any of your, oh, things are, are bad so we can't certify arguments because that's just ridiculous. You certified in August when they were worse. Let's I can't keep playing this because it's going to get copyrighted claim, but I can read out what was said. I just want to let you know the Trump stink and the stain of racism that you, William Hartman, and Monica Palmer will follow you th throughout history. Your grandchildren are going to think of you like Bull Connor and George Wallace. Monica Palmer and William Hartman will forever be known in, in southeastern Michigan as two racists who did something so unprecedented that they disenfranchised hundreds of thousands of black voters in the city of Detroit because they were ordered to. Probably, Monica, you did it because you think Q told you to or some other crazy stuff like that. Well, first off... I mean, I hate to break it to you, Palmer and Hartman. Your names will be forgotten in history. So don't, don't listen. I mean, my name will too. You people watching this, like all of our names are going to be forgotten in history. Let's just, let's just be real here for a second. Um, so don't, don't let them bully you like that. But just know that when you try to sleep tonight, that millions of people around the world now on Twitter know the name Monica Palmer and William Hartman. As two people completely racist and without an understanding of what integrity means or a shred of human decency. The law isn't on your side. History won't be on your side. The conscious will not be on your side. And Lord knows when you go to meet your marker, your soul will be very, very warm. That's, this, the, the leftists are evil vicious vile people that will bully you name call you threaten you if you do not do their bidding it's not about law it's not the, about the rule of law this is not a debate about what is going on and the irregularities this is just a bunch of evil leftists coming into a, a zoom call threatening and bullying it's, it's not about, okay, well, can you show me the irregularities? Oh, this, instead of them coming in and saying, oh, that's not really an irregularity, that's normal because of X, Y, and Z. Oh, that's not a valid cri critical uh, claim about irregularity because X, Y, and Z. No, they come into their call and they're like, your children are going to be bullied. You're, you go to this school, you're a racist, history is not going to like you, you... Uh, <laughs> your your soul's going to be very warm. You're not going to go into heaven. You're going to go straight to hell. This and that and the other. We, we all know your name. Millions of people online know your name now. That's not that's not disproving any anything that they're doing. You're, you're just, oh, man. 
Jack Posobiec said, Take notes what happened tonight. Two Republicans official in Michigan stood up to the machine. Within minutes, they were doxxed, threatened, and CNN political labeled them racist. Where does this behavior lead? Now, we're going to see this happening now all across the country. They set the precedent. They set the tone that whenever a Republican goes against what they need to do, this is what's going to happen to them. But guess what? It's not going to end. I think there was one post, yeah, and they said Monica and Palmer, William Hartman are still racists, even after they uh, ended up certifying the results in that county, even after they did their bidding. Okay, I don't want to be racist. Uh, you're right. I don't want to be doxxed. Um, I don't, I don't want to go down in history as a bad person. Okay, you're right. Um, I'll do what you want. Okay, I did it. You're still a racist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I did what you wanted. I, I thought that this was going to make me not racist. The left will always eat and destroy you no matter what. You go against them once, they will still destroy you no matter what. Even if you end up doing their bidding, you are still enemy number one. Once they have you in their sights, never let up. Never give them an inch. Because once you give them an inch, once you give them what you want, they will still destroy you. You can never appease the leftist mob. This is why they eat their own. So let's see. It was after uh, this public backlash against the canvassers that the two had declined to certify the county. Over reports of voter irregularity did succumb to the abuse and criticism and reverse their decision. In addition to the abuse, a Zoom call user on Twitter posted Palmer's home address and identified uh, and the identity of her husband's employer. The vote was then taken again, and the vote was certified unanimously. Kathy Gray said, another vote this time unanimously from Wayne County of the canvassers certified the results. Um, and then she replied to herself saying, really frustrating, uh, re- really frustrating thing is that the board was muted for about five minutes and came back on and basically said, never mind, we change our minds and certify the results. No explanation. The original decision split along party lines was made by two Democrats and two Republicans who could not come to an agreement over absentee ballot poll books. Were found out of absentee ballots, but uh, the entirety unusual county where similar discrepancies did not prevent the certification of the August primary or the 2016 presidential election. President Trump claimed that there were more votes in Detroit than there are people and claimed that the state as a win. It was quickly labeled by Twitter as disputed. So, I mean, I mean, let, let, this is going to be the president that, that, that's, that's been set. They set the tone. The left has set the tone. If you're trying to end voter fraud, if you're trying to properly certify the election, you will be destroyed. End of story. The left does nothing but destroy anybody who goes against them in their path. These are vicious, evil, vile, disgusting people that will do anything to keep power. Never let up. Never give in. So homeless people were used for voter fraud. 8,000 fraudulent votes. A man who tried to run for mayor in Hawthorne is among two people charged in voter fraud case in which thousands of fraudulent voter registration applications were allegedly submitted on behalf of homeless people. 8,000 fraudulent voter registrations. Now that is a massive number. That is a number that could easily, possibly switch the election results in some states. Now, this is not in a state that it would really switch, but if this was done in Wisconsin or or Michigan, that is highly significant when it comes to determining the presidency. And this is just one case that was caught 
A man who tried to run for Van Hawthorne pleaded not guilty Tuesday in connection with the alleged voter fraud case in which thousands of fraudulent voter registration applications were allegedly submitted on behalf of homeless people, a fraud effort that prosecutors allege was being funded by criminal, by criminal gangs MS-13. Carlos Antonio de Bruno Martinegro, what kind of freaking long name is that? Also known as Mark Anthony Gonsalves, is charged with 18 felony counts of voter fraud, 11 felony counts of prosecuting false and forged in, in, uh, instru- in, instruments, uh, two felony court. Okay, per- okay, that's all his thing. He's there, um, allegedly submitted more than 8,000 fraudulent registrations and applications between July and October, and was and as well as allegedly falsifying names, address, signatures on nomination papers under penalty and perjury, perjury to run for mayor in Hawthorne. Accord- so I, I guess he was pretty much uh, committing this fraud to help his uh, become mayor. According to the prosecutor in court, the, what would probably happen was MS-13 was probably trying to get one of their people in power. <laughs> I mean, we've seen it before with the mob. The fraud efforts were funded by the criminal gang MS-13 so they could put Montenegro elected uh, official position to their behalf. A separate... Investigation led authorities to discover those ballots at a motel room. The evidence was handed over to the FBI. Prosecutors are alleging that Montenegro uh, brought in the assistance of MS-13 and other gains to complete fake registrations. The district attorney office is arguing that Montenegro would provide names and addresses and, and gang members filled out paperwork. Once completed, the other suspect, Marcos uh, Arevalo, whatever his name is, was paid 2000 per packet of filled out forms. Both men pleaded not guilty. Montenegro could face up to 15 years in prison if convicted. Um, I guess that's pretty much about it. But I mean, this this is just to show you that the vo- what the voter fraud operations are going around. It is very easy to go to a bunch of homeless people. Hey, throw them a few bucks. Yo, here's five bucks. Can you just fill this out? We need you to vote for Biden. <coughs> very easy. And it might be pretty hard to trace. So for the for the narrative, for the there is no evidence of <coughs> sorry. There's no evidence of widespread voter fraud. Whenever people say that, you say no, there is plenty of evidence of widespread voter fraud going on all across the country. Is there enough evidence to flip the election to Trump? There are a lot of people who say they have enough evidence to flip the election to Trump. We cannot deny that. Some of it may not hold up in court, but we do not need to prove that much. We don't need to prove that many fraudulent ballots or cases of voter fraud because Trump, I guess, by minimum would only need to prove what, like 900, I mean, 90 to 100,000 counts of voter fraud in select key states and he wins the election. That is not a lot. When you're dealing with tens of millions of people, 160 million people voted. To prove a hundred thousand of them are fake, that's not that hard to do. That that's that's a especially when dealing with the mail-in election, where voter fraud is probably rampant all over the case, all over the place. Gavin Newsom caught not following his own COVID protocols. So check out Gavin Newsom's party indoors, no mask, packed table. You need to shut your businesses down because of his orders, but he can do what he wants. It's it's right over here. Rules for thee and not for me. That's how the Democrats like to live their life. Exclusive from Fox News, uh, Fox LA. We've obtained photos of Governor Gavin Newsom at Napa dinner party. 
He's in hot water. Uh, he's in hot water over the, the photos call into question of how outdoors and dining was. A witness who took the photos tells us his group was so loud the sliding doors had to be closed. Nothing's going to come from this. Let's be real. We see Cuomo and Pelosi. We always see the Democrats never following their own restrictions. Never. On Monday, Newsom apologized for what he called a bad mistake in attending a birthday party that broke the very rules of which he's been talking about the slow of the spread of coronavirus. Newsom attended a birthday dinner that didn't follow COVID guidelines. Governor Newsom said it was a bad mistake attending pricey party in defiance of COVID-19 guidelines. He defied his own guidelines. So businesses are going to go out of business, but he can do whatever he wants. He had to suffer severe political backlash. I mean, the, the problem is, are any Democrats getting mad at him? Because it seems like the Democrat voters just give them the pass every single time. They just give the governors the pass. Oh, you want a BLM protest? That's heroic. That's fine. Oh, you want to protest against lockdowns like to destroy the economy and destroy your life? That's a super spreader. The Democrats lack any form of consistency, and I doubt that they're going to give him any form of backlash. He has suffered severe political backlash, since, I mean, obviously from Republicans, since Friday, and he and his wife attended a party with a dozen of friends in a French laundry restaurant in Wine County, north of San Francisco. While we were uh, there, we realized there was a very loud party going on in a room 20 feet from us. It was a bit annoying since you're spending hard-earned money to go there, she said. It got louder and louder, so they had this some sliding glass doors that were able to close, so then it was closed-off room, but you could still hear them with how loud they were. It just happened to look over and realize it's Gavin Newsom, who is, <laughs> who is that? Uh, and I did ask one of the waitresses, and she confirmed it was. So I was able to take a couple of photos. I was able to document this, especially since nobody was wearing a mask. It was a very large group of people shoulder to shoulder, something that he, he's always telling us not to do. So, yeah, it was a bit annoying for sure, the woman said. The woman, uh, after the woman heard the, the public apology, he said, I, w- I was surprised because it didn't look like he was uncomfortable being there until the very end people were looking at him and staring at him as he was leaving the room new no, new newsom said he realized see newsom's not sorry what he did he's sorry he got caught this is this is the only time he's got caught who can imagine what he did when he didn't get caught newsom said he realized that soon after he sat down the outdoor table that was group was larger he had expected to celebrate the 50th birthday of jason kidney a political advisor that newsom said he's known for 20 years <laughs> It's not just like a family party. It's a it's a party of a political advisor as well. Someone who probably also does support the lockdowns. The guests of the restaurant followed all applicable state and county public health gu- guidelines. The guests specifically required outdoor seating, and that outdoor seating as confirmed and provided by the restaurant. Okay, that's really about it. Rules for thee, but not for me. Georgia recount by hand finds twenty five hundred new ballots that favor Trump two to one. Now this lowers the lead that Biden has in that state. So an audit in votes in Georgia found that more than 2,500 uncounted ballots, nearly two-thirds of which favored Donald Trump, but officials say the development won't materialize, impact the results of the election in the state. Uh, Leading Mr. Trump more than 14,000 votes. Uh, Joe Biden has been projected as the winner of Georgia by most news outlets. About 5 million votes were cast in that state. Okay. Um, but obviously, when dealing with 2,500 ballots, when the lead is only 14,000, that's a, that that cuts off a significant chunk of the lead. 
And if you can find more ballots now, this is it's it's just chipping away. We're chipping away at this block that's not even that big. It's like literally taking an ice cube and slowly like chipping away the ice cube. Gabriel Stern, the official of the Georgia Secretary of State election team, revealed that the newly discovered uncounted ballots, uh, 1,600 were for Trump, 865 were for Biden, and 16 for the Libertarian candidate Joe Jorgensen. According to the Associated Press, would yet let to declare the winner of the state. The reason you could do an audit is to find uh, this kind of thing, said uh, Mr. Sterling, adding that it was an isolated issue discovered during the recount in Floyd County and that there were no fundamental changes in other counties of the state. He said it seems proper procedure following that the results were tabulated by machine. But the officials caught the problem during the by-hand tally as a county had uh, retained the paper ballots. County Election Board Chairman uh, Tom Reeves said election officials weren't sure how their mistake, uh, they missed the extra ballots. Sure, sure you didn't know. Sure. The hand count in Georgia is being conducted as results of uh, state law, which demands the order to vote check in machines. Okay, whatever. We know what's going on there. So let's hope more and more of these uh, new ballots being discovered for Trump start popping up. We need to take the proper precautions to secure this election. Now, it is I just find it insane how the Democrats are so actively fighting against recounts, audits, and fraud checks. Why in the world would any anybody, why would anybody who believes that they fairly won an election want to fight against <laughs> recounts, audits, and fraud protection. Why would they be so against it if they believe they won a fair and honest election? Because they don't believe they won a fair and honest election. The Democrat voters, the people who who support Biden, are just lying to themselves and being complicit because they believe any means necessary to take Trump out of office is justified. That's what they believe. Either that or they're completely and totally brainwashed. Now, the Democrat politicians, the people in office, they're a little bit smarter than the voters. They know exactly what's going on. They know, okay, we did a lot of fraud. There's always a lot of fraud going on. Let's just uh, try to get through this. Let's just try to get to the audit. I mean, not the audit, to the certification. Once we get the certification and they vote on the electoral, it's, it's a done deal. It's a lock. We can't go back. So let's just try to uh, postpone everything and do a lot of pushback and fight because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we get caught for, for a little bit of fraud here, a little bit of fraud there. It doesn't matter. Their end goal is to get Trump out of office, and that's all that matters. Now, let's we're all praying, you know, Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani are all coming out saying we have uh, so much evidence on this fraud. And I think they're waiting for the proper moment to drop it because they don't want to let the enemy know what's in their hand. They might be waiting to the end stretch when it goes to the Supreme Court or wherever it ends up going, whatever ends up happening. There's so many different options. They might be waiting for the very end, so this way it doesn't give the Democrats any time to prepare for their lies against it. I mean, I'm sure they pretty much know the the gist of what's going on, um, only because they're the ones that committed it. I'm sure they know. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Like, subscribe, locations on. Send this video, send this podcast to your friends because I will keep you guys updated on the news the mainstream media won't. Now, if you can... 
Please rate this podcast five stars. If you want to listen on the podcast apps, it's the Joey Saladino Show on pretty much all the podcast apps. If you become a Patreon, I will give you a call to say thank you because this show makes me zero dollars and zero cents. I'm completely funded by you guys. Patreon.com slash Joey Salads. Also text me 917-540-8768. My New news app should be launching tomorrow. And if you text me, I will give you the exclusive link to it when it drops. Thank you guys for watching. Peace out.